Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hey queens. Welcome back. I feel like I say the same thing every time and I want to say something new, but when we start, it never comes to me. You're right. (laughs) People like consistency. They like to know what they're getting. So, Um, okay, guys. Happy Monday. Happy new week. It's March. Is this our our first episode in March? I cannot believe it's already March. It's kind of stressing me out a little bit. I know. Spring is here. Oh, my God. I'm, like, so happy. I'm so ready for summer. Like, I keep going to the beach, like, just for sunset and I just can't yeah. wait for it to be warm out it's been the worst I was worst gonna say weather. it's so cold <laughs> it's been so cold I'm just ready for warm nights truly so I'm excited yeah I think I'm also kind of excited because I feel like I accumulated a lot of new bikinis last year that I never got the chance to wear and now I can like show off my new girlies in my bikinis oh my God, so, so I'm kind true. of excited Wait, have you tried any on like do you have to get new ones or do they fit um I feel like they fit like I didn't want to go too big or anything so I feel like so far everything like still fits which I'm really happy about yeah that's but it's just like more full and like in the place that I want it to be right that's true so yeah excited for that too um yeah so this week's episode you guys were really excited about it's toxic aspects of the influencer industry that nobody talks about and how to overcome them and I feel like maybe not even overcome them but how to just handle them or move with them you know yeah and to coexist there's a lot. with it <laughs> there's a lot so, <laughs> yeah we're excited to dive into that but before we do we have a couple updates so first one is there today I think it's either today or tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure there's one day left to sign up for the mm-hmm. Paris trip. So we are down to the wire. Last day. If you want to come on this magical trip with us, then sign up. Only 25% is due. So not the whole thing isn't due quite yet, which is nice. And they do offer payment plans as well. But truly, you guys, I that was the best trip of my freaking life like we built so many memories we did so many fun things like Mm -hmm. we're so connected with those girls now from that trip so whether you're debating Paris or Italy like yeah we we posted a lot on the influence community Instagram page so we posted like all the trip details reviews from the girls who went last year and a bunch of the frequently asked questions so if you still have questions like definitely check that out but always feel free to message us too we're happy to talk about it so one more day and then um oh yeah thank you guys so much for all the love on our last episode with the lawyer and bloomy creators we got such positive feedback you guys loved it it was so educational and informational which is what we're striving for and Thea from Bloomy for creators is truly so amazing so helpful like she I don't know I feel like when I talk to her she's just so passionate and like such a go-getter she's so good is really on a mission this are you signed up now yeah I'm signed up I'm signed up is it the bloom bloom yeah then yeah 
the high it's one, so the nice because you can just talk to her whenever you need to and mm-hmm. i just like there's literally nothing like that out there right now yeah and i'm literally canceling my legal zoom membership <laughs> after this so oh my gosh so honestly that's such a good point like this one is so tailored to creators this one's and like so much better if the you legal zoom people are like what like they yeah, do they not understand it. what a creator is or what i do and i just feel like they think i'm a joke so i'm really happy that i have Bloomy. yeah and this is um, not sponsored by the way we've had nothing but really good experiences so far so we'd love 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 that and so happy we got to interview her for our last episode so thank you guys for the love and okay let's dive into our influences of the week this week what is your current influence Okay, mine, like I said, like, two minutes ago, I'm so excited for spring. I keep literally (laughs) shooting sunset on accident. Like, I just keep shooting sunset. So, I hope you guys um, are ready for the sunset content to come back. I missed it so much. I, like, scrolled all the way down my feed to find my, like, last year's spring and summer content and the year before that. And I, like, resaved stuff into an album. I, like, got my spring album saved folder together from like other creators too so i'm just like really excited also the flower fields just opened up and i'm trying to go so i'm just like getting ready for the spring content um and i'm really excited for it to get warmer because it is still very cold so there are so many things i want to wear but it is too cold right now um but yeah i'm just really influenced by that i have like i don't know i just have like cute content coming so i'm excited i feel like i'm ready to like move out of the winter (laughs) winter feed just i need something new right now so yeah yeah, that's coming um what about you so i've been also trying to research spring someone dm'd me and asked like spring trends that i'm like looking at or like fashion or how to make that transition so I'm definitely researching and trying to figure out what route I want to go obviously as a neutral girly it is a little more difficult I would say but I did find this one photo I can't remember who it was I I'm pretty sure I saved it and it was like this girl on the beach but it was cute it was because the sky was like a soft blue still so it wasn't like the super colorful Schoenberg I know we were looking at her for inspo, but I can't remember. She's definitely a major inspo for sure because I love her feed. But I think like doing the beach when when you have like the beach, which is like neutral, like sand, and then the sky is like a soft blue and then like a neutral outfit. I feel like that's a really good way for the neutral girlies to get kind of that spring summer beach vibe, but like keep it neutral and like, you know, not the have the sky like bright orange pink you know what I mean (laughs) I love that's mine so yeah so I for my influence right now I'm really into silk pieces I would say and outfits for Italy because we are going to Italy in April which we're really excited about and I keep saving outfits that are like a silk maxi skirt and like a cute little tube top crop top corset Or just, like, a silk outfit in general. Like, um, we got an outfit from Rami Brooke from Bolare at Fashion oh, Week. Yeah, and that's, I like, fully silk. And it's so cute. Um, 
But yeah, I feel so like cute. I'm just really drawn to that right now. And another thing off the top of my head too that I'm so excited about that's like staying a trend and I've been seeing everywhere are just the mini skirts. Like I'm still I so love obsessed. And I think love. Like they're so perfect for spring too, obviously. And like cuz I feel like as a neutral girly, like you really rely on your blazers in fall winter and in order to transition your style and outfits, you kind of have to like let the blazer go a little bit to make it more <laughs> spring, you know what I mean? Obviously you yeah, still keep but it, last but like year we still had blazers yeah, like we like were lighter still, tones for yeah. sure, like less black. So yeah, trying to like transition to spring, have a positive outlook on it and really just like stay ahead. So, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah so that's my current influence but let's dive in to this week's episode again like we said it's about toxic aspects of the influencer industry that nobody talks about and how we handle them deal with them move through them flow with them and just overcome them because I feel like unfortunately we've kind of experienced a lot of these in a very short period of time with New York Fashion Week and a couple events that we've gone to and they really stick out which is kind of where we got the idea for this topic because truly you guys everyone feels these things experience these things goes through them like I feel like there's no point where you like make it and you're like wow I'm finally at the top like I'm never gonna have to feel this again like I've made it like I feel like you're like unfortunately always these things are gonna exist yeah and I feel like it's important to like get ahead of it too with your mental health because mental with this industry you I feel like it's really easy to ignore that part and that's how burnout happens so I feel like staying ahead of it being aware of these things can be very important and also noting that like we go to therapy and that has also really helped so and it's like things too that you don't even realize and then you talk about it and you're like oh wait (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like we can just dive in so you guys know what we're talking about and just real quick I want to say too with like therapy I feel like you don't have to have like a traumatic reason to start therapy because I feel like that's kind of what people think is like something like very bad or traumatic has to happen to you for you to go to therapy and I feel like I feel like for me when I started that wasn't the case like there was nothing huge or crazy that was like oh my gosh I need to get into therapy ASAP but it was just a lifestyle choice and you know a choice to kind of address some of these things yeah and like evolve and just to like understand why I react to certain situations or what triggers me or how to put up healthy boundaries in certain situations so I just want to put that out there because I know a couple girlies have probably messaged you too have messaged me whenever I kind of mention it a little bit like it's something we definitely keep private but when we do mention it a little bit like people do say something so just wanted to put that out there that like it's definitely a very healthy positive thing so if you are considering it definitely look into it yeah we need to take out that stigma yeah. of being like not talking about it because I feel like it's really important yeah but yeah with that said our first one is imposter syndrome and this is Oof. I feel like the most common <laughs> yeah. honestly like the like, biggest everyone one <laughs> in this industry yes everyone in this industry like if you haven't experienced it you will experience it I'm sure you've experienced it it's really just when you don't feel like you should be there and that's where our mantra comes in you deserve a seat at the table but um 
Yeah. Even if you don't think certain people have it, like, trust us, they do. I don't think you ever... I mean, yes, you can get to the point where you don't experience it, I think, with, like, therapy and, like, working a lot on yourself. But it's a very common, I feel like, normal human response and reaction when you achieve something so big that you've been wanting you know yeah you finally get there yeah and I think too it's like obviously people don't post this on their Instagram stories or share this mm-hmm. like I feel like when people post certain things like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm here or made it there's kind of like imposter syndrome that's sitting in the back of their subconscious without people realizing it and like these are the thoughts that like creep in like when you're going to bed at night or you just have like that quiet time in your head like that's when this comes in so it's like really being able to recognize it and kind of stop the negative thoughts and you Mm -hmm. know say your mantras like we say like we do have that mantras episode and am I saying mantra mantra (laughs) I was like wait a second mantra (laughs) I was like that doesn't sound right mantras we have the mantras episode so if you ever need to replay that or you're having just kind of an off day or going through any of these things that we're going to talk about definitely replay that episode I know I do because it's just such a good reminder and Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like you know remembering like you said you deserve a seat at the table obviously you were invited to whatever it is for a reason it's not like you just randomly showed up like you've been putting in work for years you've been building your image you've been building your relationships with brands of course it's gonna happen like that's what you've been working towards yeah like we even honestly this happens to us a lot like we'll be at an event (laughs) and we're just like how did we get invited to this like we're so confused but you were obviously invited for a reason I feel like this really comes out at events honestly yeah that is where I experience this a lot so yeah um it's just easy to compare which is like our next one but I feel like for example the Celsius event that we just went to over the weekend was so cool so fun like we are obviously both huge Celsius fans so we're like so excited for it but you guys we like get there it's in Malibu and we show up we don't recognize literally anyone at all except well I mean for that Topper are like from <laughs> Outer Banks like, you guys was there it was like all these huge like TikTokers right like it was yeah, very TikTok TikTokers. heavy and huge YouTubers yeah so it's so interesting honestly some, a lot of cele- like Rita, Rita Ora, Ora. <laughs> I was like oh that girl like, kind of looks like Rita Ora <laughs> and and it was so um but yeah so yeah so that's why we're literally like standing there and we're like what are we even doing here like we're so confused <laughs> how did we get invited <laughs> but like obviously we were invited for a reason um, we build brand relationships so you, you know we mm-hmm. we do all the things so it's like yeah we deserve to be there and we just like have to remember that and you know finally some other girls showed up that we knew so we we're like okay thank goodness like <laughs> feeling yeah. better but yeah. yeah I think another part of imposter syndrome that comes up for me specifically is when you're charging rates and you have a period of low engagement you might feel like you don't deserve it or you're like what am I doing charging this or like I shouldn't be charging this like my engagement's really low right now and I think it's just important to remember obviously everyone has up and downs and I feel like brands are really Mm -hmm. starting to understand that because so many brand reps themselves are part-time influencers as well are kind of like starting to do that so they see it and they know so I think it's just remembering like what you do bring to the table like having quality content and you know standing 
behind your rates. Like I saw this TikTok and it was this girl talking about how she was on a call with a new potential client and she was sharing her rates. And one of the people on the other end of the call responded and was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you charge like crazy rates, right? And then she felt like she had to start justifying herself and like, well, it's because of like this and this. And then the other person on the phone call was like, you realize you don't have to justify your rates, right? Like you have client work and you've proven your success and like you, like you can charge that if you want. Like it's your company. And she was like, oh wait, like, yes, so true. Yeah. And us as as women, yes. we should not be justifying, and I feel like it's hard, especially in, like, male-dominated industries, but, yeah. um, yes, we shouldn't have to justify our rates, and also, you should, like you said, stand by your rate and don't lower it just because you're experiencing low engagement, because literally the next day could be an amazing engagement day for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to lower it, and I feel like maybe not everyone knows this, because I feel like when I was starting out, I would lower it when I was experiencing lower engagement I would kind of like base my rates based on how my content was performing but that is not industry standard um and no one hopefully I mean obviously there are some people probably doing this but like you shouldn't be doing this and yeah um like bigger like macro influencers they're not doing that like no one is adjusting rates based on their engagement so just keep that in mind when you experience imposter syndrome yeah so I feel like imposter syndrome is one of the things that truly won't ever go away but it's healthy to be able to recognize it know when it's happening and then being able to kind of correct and overcome it because it's just like the industry that we're in truly when we go to LA we are very humbled and you're like at these events with literal a-list celebrities and you're just like what is going on (laughs) and it creeps in real fast so just to like reflect and be grateful to even have the opportunity and to be there and yeah I think that's kind of how we deal with it and move through it as we continue our journeys in this industry so we just wanted to kind of share that with you guys because it's we definitely experience it and people just don't talk about it so yeah (laughs) um okay the next one is comparison which I feel like is probably the second biggest one after imposter syndrome yeah I feel like it kind of like goes hand in hand with imposter syndrome and also it you know is heightened when you are at like New York Fashion Week Coachella events it's easy to compare and I feel like I have a healthy way of like recognizing and self-soothing through therapy which I am very grateful for because at first I didn't even know I was doing it and I would just feel like super triggered and then now I can like identify the triggers where they're coming from self-soothe understand that that is my imposter syndrome speaking in my head and I can turn that off and stay in my lane so that's kind of how I um deal with it I also by the way if if staying out of your notifications helps with this when it comes to numbers, definitely do that. Mm-hmm. I do this. I kind of stopped like checking my insights on a post for like the first 24 hours because I let it, I got to a point where I was letting it affect my mood for the day. And I'm just like, I'm done doing this. Even if it's doing well, like I'm just not going to look until the next day because at that point I'm posting something new that is done and over with. It doesn't matter. So that's kind of how I deal with it. 
Yeah, I think this one was really heightened when we were at a specific event at New York Fashion Week. We were just literally yeah. surrounded by like <laughs> top models and we were just Super like, models. what in the world? Like who were wearing like very skimpy outfits and like they looked stunning and were so beautiful but like we were just like what is going on and like being able to like yeah like acknowledge it address it like you said you don't have to like ignore it and sweep it under the rug like it's okay that it's happening it's very normal and then being able to just you know again say your mantras and know Mm. that like everyone is different everyone is bringing something different to the table and that's what makes everyone unique so yeah again therapy definitely helps with that and yeah I feel like for me I do look at my notifications um but I've kind (laughs) of accepted like I don't know what is going on right now but I do feel like my engagement I feel like every time I say this I don't think it can get lower and then it does so at this point I'm just kind of like it is what it is like I like my feed I like the content that I'm putting out and yeah like you just have to work through it and push through it and you know other people's engagement could be skyrocketing and be really good and that's I feel like for me right now is like the biggest thing with comparison because I'm like you know why is her post getting 5,000 likes and like mine's not and they look very similar like I just don't get it so that's Mm -hmm. when I feel like I have to catch myself and be like okay you know like they have literally nothing to do with me and so just like you said staying in your lane um turning off likes if that helps like I remember when we first started talking about it and we were when it was just rolling out I'm pretty sure we were saying like we didn't like that feature but yeah and of course like that was also when our engagement was like was, like so skyrocketing <laughs> yeah we're like why would people do that but obviously yeah. now it's I do think it's super helpful to have if you're I feel like I just hide my legs so that I'm not constantly checking like is it doing well yet is it doing well yet has like anything happened because mm-hmm. like again like you said I don't want my whole mood to be affected for the day and sometimes it is and that's like something I'm working on and it it like sucks because then your whole day is ruined and you're just like Ugh. yeah and like you just have to remember and this is kind of something we touch on later so we'll briefly talk about this but like you have to remember like you are not your value and worthiness yeah. is not based on numbers on social media yeah. like you are so much more than that and you bring so much more to the table yeah and I feel like it's hard to when unprofessional brands make comments like if they which they shouldn't be saying this but like somehow they do sometimes they're like oh well her, like her engagement is bad Like, and I feel like there's Mm -hmm. a more professional way to, like, say that. But, like, you know, brands say it. It is what it is. It's just, I think, remembering with comparison to do what makes you happy. And as long as you just stay in your lane, keep your blinders on, and just keep working on your brand, then that's truly all you can do. And the next one is something I have really been struggling with the past few weeks. Um, It's feeling, it's toxic product. So pretty much feeling like when you're super productive, that's when you are super worthy and kind of putting your worthiness and um, value based on how productive and busy you are and just kind of, you know, for me, it's like I feel really guilty when I don't have a lot that week and I'm just like doing like some admin work, editing and just like being at home. I don't know why. I just like I feel like it 
is correlated with me feeling like really down and sad is when I'm not super busy and doing something every single day of the week, every single second. But we have to remember it's okay. And it's very much more realistic to not be busy every second of the day. I feel like comparison plays a part into this when you're watching other people's stories and seeing like how busy they are and what they're doing and comparing like your days to them that's not good um and I feel like a mantra that my therapist our therapist says that I love is you are you are worthy regardless and just remembering that and saying that to yourself Mm -hmm. because in this industry when you create your own schedule it's very easy to get caught up in this because you feel like being your own boss, you always have to be busy. And if you're not working, then you're not making money. And then you're not making money, then you're not doing well and you're not successful. So that's something, I don't know, I'm trying to like really work on because I get into this cycle a lot. Yeah, no, I recently for some definitely in the same, the Capricorn in me just always wants to be doing something and like mm-hmm. hustling, making money. Like what else could I be doing? And I feel like, honestly, the past few weeks have definitely been slower, and I've honestly been truly enjoying it, and, like, actually just, like, sitting there and doing nothing, or, like, watch it, binge-watching a show on Netflix, or, like, giving myself that time to just chill, because I feel like I am learning that a lot of our year is so busy, go, 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 so that when we do have downtime, it's nice to just, like be able to appreciate that give my body the rest that it needs and like I feel like I realized that when when we did Canada and New York back to back that was literally insane obviously so fun and love that but then having a week at home with nothing really on the books is kind of nice and relaxing and I feel myself not being stressed because I'm like wow like I don't have anything I really have to like do this week that's major which Mm -hmm. is nice so I feel like I've been really like trying to appreciate the downtime and just let my body like feel that instead of like trying to come up with something like uh, what could I be doing or like I don't know because I feel like again yeah like you said comparison it's like when you see people's stories and like oh they're at all these events and you're like well why was I not invited to this event and now Mm -hmm. I feel like my mindset is honestly like oh I'm so happy I was not invited to that event because I can stay home and relax today no literally Um, I feel like for me coming off of that busy week I feel like that got in my head of like we were experiencing this like high and like mm -hmm. chaos of and like a hectic busy schedule and then my body trying to adjust to like nothing I feel like it put it into shock of like oh my god you need to be doing more yeah so um yeah everyone goes through that and I am working on it yeah but it's very normal again it's like being able to recognize these things and then address them and feel all the feelings related to them and then you know figuring out the best way to move forward which is why we keep saying therapy because Mm -hmm. that's truly what helps us and another thing that we've talked about before too that is very interesting is that if you're in this industry then you know what we're talking about but if people who aren't in this industry like we're like oh we're at home like my life is so boring like I I'm not doing anything so I don't want to post on stories But people who aren't in the industry, like, enjoy the mundane. That's whatever's mundane to us is, like, still really cool to them. So just remember that. Like, you always have silent fans or people just watching. And, like, they are engaged. They do care, like, about you. So it's, like, when you are kind of feeling down or guilty, 
like just maybe sharing something small or even if you don't feel like sharing that day that's fine because I feel like the week we came back from New York fashion week like I don't I probably posted on stories maybe once a day because I stayed home I didn't do anything and I was like I don't even know know what to share right now because I'm good to have the balance yeah so I think too like maybe if you have a week where you don't have a lot going on and you're feeling really down and not productive I feel like getting ready for the day really does help. Like sometimes I get in the cycle yeah, it totally of does. not doing my makeup if I don't, if I'm not leaving the house that day. And then sometimes I'll go three to four days without leaving my house. And then I'm like, oh, why do I feel like so like sluggish and slumpy and like just not good? Yeah. So then it's like I make a point the next day to, you know, try to get up at a normal time, get ready for the day, do my hair, do my makeup. And then I feel like instantly – I immediately feel better. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So it's like the small things like that, whether it's, you know, for you, if it's going on a walk or just going outside, getting sunshine, getting ready for the day, whatever it is, finding that thing that helps you feel productive, I think is a really good thing to kind of have when you're kind of in this not being productive phase and then feeling bad about it. Yeah, no, totally. I feel like it's all about asking yourself questions and like sitting down with yourself and kind of understanding, connecting the dots with like, why, why do I feel like imposter syndrome or why am I comparing or whatever? And then just figuring out what works for you is really important. Mm -hmm. And again, it's hard to do and it's hard to do by yourself which is why it's so nice in Mm -hmm. therapy to have the therapist obviously guide you through while you're trying to figure these things out yourself because at the end of the day it's like your therapist doesn't know who you are they only know what you tell them so it's like you have to be the one who's willing to really dig deep and put in the work and question and wonder why you do what you do and I feel like that's when you get the best results and then you like it's truly life-changing so Anyway, Anyway. we're big fans. We can't tell. Um, Okay, so the next one is I think this is also huge in the industry and people don't talk about it and it's being performative and not being your authentic self. And sometimes I feel like we feel or people feel in general like you have to post everything on your stories because Mm -hmm. you just have to be the best in your niche or industry so it's like if you're a fashion girl you just like have to post all the outfits all the time when you change your outfit what you're wearing all the time or if you're like a wellness girly like being the most well girl in the wellness industry (laughs) you know what I mean who is the most well of the wellness girlies but like that's but it's like so toxic and it's so exhausting and I feel like we've truly been learning that not everything needs to be posted on your socials and your stories and it's very very healthy to keep certain things private and keep them to yourself and I feel like people like we feel like oh we have to share everything otherwise our audience is going to think we're fake or like all these other people are posting all this other stuff so I have to keep up and I have to keep posting to stay relevant Mm -hmm. or to get brands attentions and I feel like we kind of are in this um what's it called um it's not it's the opposite of an abundance mindset and I can't think of the word but basically wait it's the opposite so not having an abundance lack no it's a lack mindset I can't remember but if you guys are listening I'm sure someone knows what if it comes to me I'll say it but basically (laughs) having the mindset of like like coming from a place of not like being fulfilled if that makes sense 
I don't know. It'll come to me mm. when it comes to me. I'll yeah, say it. it'll come to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it gets almost like a competition, but you're in competition with yourself and like right. what? No one is competing with you. Comparison <laughs> and imposter syndrome that you're feeling. I don't know, but I also feel like that's how burnout happens as well. And I did. I I share a lot of my stories, but after. Sorry to bring up therapy again, but after therapy, like she challenged me to not share everything and keep things private, at least one thing private for myself. So I like talk about Reiki and I learned Reiki and that was like really just for me. I did not put that on social media. I probably will at some point, but for now that was just for me and that was very like, I don't know what the word is, but it was very like therapeutic. Good. It yeah, like therapeutic. It felt good to not share or like refreshing like to have this to myself or just yeah like and peaceful. Like um yeah, and also I thought I was gonna share my entire wedding, every single thing about my wedding on social media, and then it got to the point where I was just like getting stressed about sharing everything. Um, also, I feel like because I was in that comparison mindset where I was looking at literally everyone else sharing everything and it just like wasn't genuinely something I wanted to do and share. I kind of wanted to like keep it more intimate for myself. And so I ended up doing that and I'm really happy I did, even though that can be a very big thing for people, but it just wasn't aligned with like what I wanted to share yeah I feel like that's a good point because it's like you see everyone post their weddings like everyone posts everything so you're like I have to post it I have to share everything yeah but like if you don't feel aligned with that or that's not something that you want to share or it's too much pressure or whatever Mm -hmm. like you don't have to and like forcing yourself to is that performative aspect like I feel like now exactly social media is like at least TikTok and I definitely think it will transfer over to Instagram eventually is like the very authentic like being your authentic self and like people can definitely sense when it's when you're not being authentic and it's just kind of like you know whether whatever niche you're in and that like performative aspect and it's like you like just feel like you have to do the most all the time you always have to be on top of it but it's like some like for me sometimes I guess the biggest thing that sticks out for me, and I don't know if this is a hot take, but when people post mm-hmm. themselves meditating and they're recording themselves meditating, oh, I'm like, yeah. isn't the whole point I, of meditating to be disconnected? Yeah, to like be off your phone. But like your phone is obviously propped up recording you and you you set it up. So right. then it's like you're meditating to perform on Instagram, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel That's like That's just one example questions. off the top of my head. No, I totally agree with that. But, like, as long as, like, that's something you're doing offline and, like, you would still do it even if you weren't going to prop your phone up and record it. Like, maybe you already meditated but you wanted to, like, redo that. So, like, you could share with your audience share that with your audience. Then that's great. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you are literally just doing that for Instagram, like, maybe reevaluate some things. Like, you don't have to put that on Instagram if you're not genuinely doing it. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like, like, I don't know, people can sense It's the intention behind it. Like, what is your genuine intention? behind this like yeah and I feel like a lot of the times it just feels like again people are just trying to be the most in whatever niche it is or like and not on purpose but like they're doing it subconsciously because they feel like right they have to stay relevant or be the best or stay at the top or prove to their audience that you know they're this type of person when it's like we shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be proving ourselves to our audience. We should just be 
ourselves. And I think that's what will draw people more in. So it's like if you are feeling that way, and I feel like that is also something that's very hard to admit. No one wants to admit that. Yeah. And that because that's an ego thing. And so that's a really hard thing to address and kind of self-reflect is like your ego, obviously. And so I feel like just, yeah, evaluate your intentions and like why you're doing this. And like, would you be doing it if you weren't putting on your stories? And like, if the answer is no, then like, don't force yourself to do that. You know, you don't need to do that. Right. So, and I definitely have done that. Like the oh my gosh, I have thing definitely before. gone on a walk just to post on my was, stories that yeah. I went on a walk. And then after the We've fact, all done I was it, like, "Why did I do that? Like, I was not in the mood to go for a walk. Like that one five second story of me walking was not worth it." But it's like I just yeah. felt like, oh, like everyone's in their healthy girl era, like going on walks. Like I should go on a walk, and then I did it. Yeah. And I was like, I just felt very silly after, and then I was like, okay, like no, no more of that. <laughs> Never doing that again. Yeah. So yeah, no, we've definitely. literally all done it. So it's just like being able to realize your intentions, and that's only something you can do. So it's like you're the only one who's gonna know. Right. But being on top of that and having that approach to it, I think, like you said, helps your mindset and helps with burnout so that you're not feeling like, you know, that like you have to post it, everything you're doing and share. It's like keeping that one thing special to you can really help yes. everything. So yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Agree. The next one I think is also something that a lot of people deal with and it's really, really hard and it's f- toxic friendships in the industry and how to find an authentic friend group because obviously this industry is very different and if you don't have friends in it at the beginning it's very hard you feel very judged like your family doesn't get it Mm -hmm. your friends don't get it especially if you're coming right out of school like your friends just like they don't get it or you get made fun of or people laugh at you whatever and like that's hard and it's hurtful but it's like you don't want to like talk about it so I feel like making sure you connect with people outside of social media is like the big part yeah and also in the beginning I feel like you just want to have that connection with people who are in the industry and like make friends really fast when you're in the industry because it's like you feel less alone but and you will 100% go through friend groups go through friendships but just making sure yeah like you ask yourself is this someone that I would be friends with if it wasn't for social media and if is this our only connection? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not, like, that's fine. You can still be friends with them. But, like, just know that. I, just I, be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, just in the back know of your head. that, like, maybe this isn't someone you can count on. Like, and that's okay. Don't put too much pressure on that friendship. And, yeah, that's okay. Um, and also just make sure it's not based on gaining anything both ways. Like, you aren't be- trying to be friends with this person to, like, social climb. That person's not trying to be friends with you to social climb or, like, get your followers because you have more than them or whatever it may be. Just, like, make sure you don't sense any of that, um, like, transactional mm-hmm. vibes in a friendship because there's a lot, a lot of that in this industry for sure. Yeah, and I think, too, it's really important to – 
notice how you feel when you hang out with certain people like do you feel empowered excited like you just had so much fun and you were so happy you did something or so happy you connected with a certain person or are you feeling drained and judged and not supported Mm -hmm. and anything like that not your authentic self yeah like you are you do you feel like you have to try to be someone else when you're around a certain Mm -hmm. person because I feel like that's kind of another sign is like people should accept you for who they are and I feel like this is another thing that I'm working on in therapy too is like you said seeing friendships how they are and like if they're not those deep friendships that's fine but to just like be able to Mm -hmm. set those healthy boundaries and it's like if you have a friend or if any friendships that you have and like you need to set a boundary for whatever reason and they don't react supportive to that boundary I feel like that's something to kind of just be aware of like you don't have to react immediately but just being aware because I feel like I'm also really realizing like having friends who are just supportive and understand and I feel like one of the biggest breakthroughs in therapy that I've recently had is that the friends who accept you Okay, so wait. So my therapist says, everyone, no one is perfect, right? So you are perfectly imperfect. So mm-hmm. the friends who accept your perfectly imperfect self, those are the friends that you want to keep around and keep in your circle because everyone always has things going on. We're all busy, like mm-hmm. life. Like I feel like we're kind of in that stage of friendships where everyone's getting engaged, everyone's getting married, like people are starting to have kids. So it's like, yeah, everyone has a lot going on, but like, who are those friends that are there for you and it's mutual it's back and forth like you're not just there for them repeatedly and then when it when it comes up or you hit a bump or something happens and then they just like aren't available emotionally available to be there for you that's when you kind of want to reevaluate you know the type of friendship that is and like that's okay and I'm learning that in therapy that it's like okay Mm -hmm. for friendships to like go through different phases and I feel like that's one thing people don't talk about I saw a post on Instagram I need to repost it on my stories but it's like people talk about setting boundaries all the time but no one talks about how hard it is after the fact to like keep that boundary and to not like settle or adjust to it I need to post it because it was so so good like everyone's like yeah boundaries set your boundaries but then no one says anything after the fact and like that's the hard part you know honestly okay literally like the easy quote-unquote part is setting the boundary and yes the hard part is sticking to it yes like that's so true so no one talks Um, about that so I think in this industry like I, I mean, I feel like we've found, like, a really good group of girls, group of friends. Like, we don't really have a huge issue with this, but I know of girls, like, who are who live in L.A. mainly, and they talk about how hard it is to make genuine friendships because, you know, everyone's yeah. trying to get something out of everyone. So I think it's just, like, evaluating, like you said, and just kind of, like, making sure, like, you know, you have your boundary and you know your self-worth and your value and what you deserve. And again, that these are, like, things that I'm working on in therapy and just, like, self-worth. And it's, like, if someone treats you poorly, like, you don't deserve that. And it's, like, you shouldn't have to justify, like, oh, well, I told them I would go to this event with them and then I didn't go because I just wasn't feeling good. Like, that doesn't give them a reason to treat you poorly. Like, if you can't go for whatever reason, like, I feel like a genuine friend would understand, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just moving through certain things like that. So I think it is hard and I think people don't talk about friendships enough and navigating through them literally as a female 
and an adult like it's hard right especially in this industry yeah so just like Um, so just i think the main thing would be how do you feel around certain people like are these people that are going to mention your name in a room when you're not there like do you feel empowered Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're you're you know gaining energy from them and not being drained by them that's a that's like the first step yeah if you don't know where to start like I feel like that's the first step pay attention to how you feel after you yeah. hang out with someone because I feel like I'll go home and I'll be like oh that was so fun like I am so happy that I went to this event yeah. saw these girls and we caught up like so fun and I feel like that's the feeling like you know like these are good people and that's where you want to mm-hmm. put your time and energy so yeah yeah very it's true very important thing I feel like that just isn't talked about enough yeah so yeah definitely yeah (laughs) that was a big one but important yeah um okay next one this was the one I kind of touched on earlier but self-value based on numbers just remembering Uh, you are more than your insights (laughs) Like, yes, it's honestly so crazy the how much pressure we put on ourselves based on social media and numbers and how many likes or whatever saves you get. You are more than your numbers. You bring more to the table. Turn off your likes if this helps your mental health, like I said, um, and just find out what works for you because this can be very detrimental to mental health yeah. and um, that's something that has proven true in the industry so and I think too this is like in with yourself this is one of those things that again hits your ego because then you're like well and it then it like spirals down into like self-worth and just being like well why is this post not getting that many likes like am I not pretty enough am I is my outfit not good enough am I not skinny enough am I just like all those things so I think yeah when when it comes down to numbers obviously when the numbers are good you're so excited and you're so happy and you're like yeah this is so fun life is great but it's then being able to adjust when the numbers aren't so good and we talk about how instagram is a roller coaster like it's always fluctuating up and down so it's like when you're in those low periods like being able to just recognize and just keep going and focus on the positives and you know i do think too like if they are, if you are experiencing low numbers, maybe do kind of like a reevaluation of your content and figure out your strategy and maybe try something new. Like definitely don't just kind of sit there and like wait for it to like blow over. I think being proactive with everything we've talked about is super important and staying on top of it, recognizing it and addressing it is going to be the biggest thing to be able to move through this industry and not burn out eventually. Because if I feel like I see more and more like creators who are like bigger like hiding their likes and I feel like it's not a bad thing at all and I feel like it's like not like I feel like it's more of a mental health thing than like anything and so that's why I'm like okay this is a good thing like maybe they're not having the best mental health day and they hide their likes so that's fine and like not judging people for that you know what I mean yeah I feel like 
I don't know. There, there was one part. You guys know we're toasters. There was one part on an episode that they I talked know exa- about. I know exactly <laughs> and what she you're was talking like, about. Um, she went off. No, I know. And I was like, I fully disagree with that because she was just saying, I know, like, I fully if people hide too. their likes, like, they have bad engagement, they have fake followers, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't care what you say. Yes. Like, it's not for mental health. It's like, and I'm like, girl. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> um, I fully disagree with that. I think it's totally 100%. fine to hide your legs. Like, hide them like who cares like um call her daddy alex cooper she hides her likes and turns her comments off and she's talked about it before on the podcast that she um it was for mental health like it was getting so taxing like people just commenting and like it's so exhausting and she was like it was so bad for my mental health like now i just post no one can comment and her likes are off and like who cares honestly (laughs) queen i love that i think the people who don't the people who don't fully understand that don't actually understand what people are talking about when they say mental health and honestly like that is great that they don't understand because they have not experienced it but when it but don't judge other people you understand yes definitely don't judge other people for it yeah i remember listening to that and i was literally like what is happening right i had to like Like, hold myself back from like commenting on their most recent post and being like i disagree i know i know i feel like sometimes they like to be controversial because like sure it stirs the pot but yeah i know exactly what you're talking about but then i feel like that's the thing it's like check in with yourself check yourself and be like i disagree with that that is not it at all like if I feel good about turning them off then I'm gonna turn them off and I know some people turn them off and they still have good engagement so it's like everyone has their different reason and that's fine like you don't again you don't have to justify yourself to anyone if you're checking in with yourself and you're taking care of your mental health and doing what's best for you then who cares what anyone literally anyone else says so there's that agree and then okay last one is people pleasing and I feel like this is also huge and so toxic and we kind of just get in this cycle of trying to please Mm -hmm. brands trying to please you know people we might want to be friends with and just like not being our true selves so you have to realize you cannot say yes to everything and it's hard honestly I feel like we were in our yes man era (laughs) like last year (laughs) and I feel like we still like we love saying yes, but I feel like we now we step back and prioritize our mental health. Yeah, we like evaluate (laughs) and we're like, okay, like, of course, when you're starting, everything is so exciting and you just want to say yes. You want to build a relationship with the brand. Mm -hmm. You want to go to the event. You want to get the free swag, get the free clothes, get the free product. Like, yes, it's all so, so cool. But you'll get to this point where you're just like exhausted and you're tired and then you start to realize like, okay is this event something that is like authentic to me is this genuine like do I want to build a relationship with this brand or is this just Mm -hmm. like a random event yes is it mutually beneficial are Mm -hmm. we both gaining something from this because obviously the brand and the event is gaining something from you being there if you're invited so are you gaining something like I don't know obviously it's very important to like create relationships but you but know, you can do that other ways. What, you don't have to attend yes. every single thing. And that way you can put your energy elsewhere where it will be more productive. So, yeah, we definitely mm-hmm. used to be like, yeah, we go to all the events and we say yes. And we do. Like, we try to do what's best for us. But, again, we definitely take those step backs and we're like, okay, is this good for us? Like, is this, like, yeah. So, 
I feel like that's important to do. And especially like with people like we, oh yeah, we used to literally tell brands, we'll do whatever you want. Like we'll go anywhere. Like we'll post whatever. Like, yeah, we'll just do and it people, all. And then we'll <laughs> take advantage of you, unfortunately. Honestly. And then we were like, wait a second. They would be like, oh yeah. Like, can you like post this? Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, wait a second. What? Like you no, just paid us last literally. month. And then now you like don't want to pay us. Like it was just, <laughs> we, yeah. We were, were like, they want taken to advantage of certain sales. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, you just know you will not burn a bridge with a brand if no. you don't do free work for them. Like, and they will, I feel like brands try to take advantage of cre- creators and kind of like, but it's dangle like, it's to you things have in front to of remember. them. It's those brands that are like, oh yeah, test post and then we'll see. But it's like, honestly, they're never going to pay you in the first place. And that's what you have to remember. I is know. like, you're like, okay, like, Ugh, yeah. And it's off. like brands that like, like, if it's a brand you love and you want to potentially build a relationship and you know they pay people, like, we talk about this a lot, then, like, yes, do the mm-hmm. one collab, like, post authentically, share and extra that has stories. happened and sure. worked for us before. But if it's, like, a brand you don't really care about and you don't really know, it's like, no, don't do that. Do not stress yourself out over something that's not mutually beneficial. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, setting those healthy boundaries with people, with friends, with brands, it's so important. And like, I always feel bad, like a brand emails me and I don't know why, but I feel obligated. I'm working on this. I feel obligated to always respond to these emails because I'm like torn. I can't tell if like, if brands or PR reps like appreciate me saying no, or if they just don't care like because they're because they're like mass start responding everyone so then I feel bad so I try to respond and say no but then I feel bad for saying no but then I do it and then they respond and they're totally fine with it like I feel like as long as you respond very professionally like and you don't have to justify why you can't go either I found myself feeling like I had to do that like I would respond and be like hey thanks so much for the invite like yeah they don't need unfortunately to like I can't come because I have a dentist appointment like they literally do not care like literally <laughs> that's actually so like I felt like I had so to true. like justify my no and like you don't have to do that like I literally will just respond I'll be like hi like thank you so much for the invite and thinking of me like unfortunately like I'm not going to be able to make it and if you want to say something you can just say that's due it, to prior honestly. obligations if you feel like you need to but you really don't I'm not able to make it like hope you have the best event ever like have a great rest of your week and like I'll see you at the next yes, one that's usually yes oh say. yeah that's a good one to add at the end if you want to like go to these events being like you know please let me know for any future events would love to come and support like I think brand reps appreciate that because I'm sure I don't know how it works but I'm sure they have some list on their back end where they're like checking off who's coming and who's not so I feel like the answer is helpful in a way because they know but I don't know. So that's, I feel like, one of those things that is, like, taxing on my brain and creates the stress for no reason that I'm working on. So not feeling bad about saying no and setting those boundaries or even with people, too, like – it's very healthy and I feel like if if you set boundaries and someone like respects that honors that and understands that then like those are the people who get it and those are the people you want to keep around it's the people when you set a boundary and they like completely like freak out like disappear like can't handle it like those are the people where you're just kind of like okay like I don't know if they had my best interest at heart anyway I feel like that's just kind of what you learn as an adult you know but yeah yeah so I think also I was just gonna say I was 
going through tiktok i saw this tiktok this girl she's so cute she has a little baby like a like probably like a two-year-old or a three-year-old and she does mantras with this with her with her daughter and one of the mantras that i I feel like i've um, seen this taking she says one of the mantras is no is a full sentence yes that and it's like a little girl right cute and good Yes. Was it about like if, like, I'm like, if, like, people want to hug her or something? Like, if family members yes. want to hug her and she's allowed to say yes. no? And and just, like, in general, like, just in general, no is a full sentence. And that is such a good mantra that I will literally carry, carry with yeah. me for the rest of my life. I will be teaching my daughter that. I wish I was taught that when I was a child because... I feel like women just feel the need to justify everything. No is a full sentence. Or like we can't say no to things because if we don't say no, then we will miss out or we'll burn the bridge like you said. But yeah, so people pleasing can be hard, especially when you're just starting out. You're trying to navigate the industry in general or you're trying to like elevate and grow and network, but it becomes Mm -hmm. overwhelming. So yeah, just remember no is a full sentence. Yes, ladies. So, yeah, I feel like this hopefully was a really positive episode for you guys and just knowing that everything we talked about is very normal and all these different aspects of the industry, like everyone experiences, everyone goes through it, whether they acknowledge it or not, and maybe they don't even know they're going through it. So just being able to Mm -hmm. know when it's happening, acknowledge it, and like move through it in a positive way I think can help you – just like your mental health in general help you not burn out there are so many positive benefits I feel like that we've been learning Mm -hmm. so yeah I hope you guys liked this episode I feel like this is gonna be a good top one personally loved this episode next to the mantra one (laughs) yeah I really I think this stuff is so important and genuinely like people don't really talk about this especially on Instagram yeah so yeah Awesome. Okay. Well, Um, do you want to share our listener of the week this week? Yes. Okay. Our listener of the week is Erin Foley. Her Instagram handle is at E-R-I-N dot F-O-L-E-Y underscore. She is a queen. She actually went on our Paris trip last year and we're so appreciative. She reposted the sign up on her stories with her experience and, um, we just really appreciate that and she is a active listener so so sweet Erin thank you and by the way you guys she has the cutest street style uh, I, I absolutely love, love her, her style. and her hair oh my gosh her hair is so gorgeous she's literally just a queen so we love you Erin yeah, thank you she's and she's going on Shout our to Italy you. trip too so oh my gosh so yes excited. queen Oh, I'm so excited. But yeah, okay. Thank you guys so much. Also, side note, real quick, I just remembered what the opposite of abundance mindset is. I just have to share. Um, It's a scarcity mindset. So when you have a scarcity mindset, then you act from a place of fear or lacking instead of Mm -hmm. an abundance mindset where you're already fulfilled and making decisions that way. So when you're navigating this, make sure you don't have a scarcity mindset. Yes. (laughs) yeah okay i love that well you guys know again literally last day to sign up for paris this is it you guys uh we have our facebook group the influence community and we chat all things in there oh yeah we have that new thread about brands so join that i posted Uh, (laughs) um 
Yes. And um, yeah, thank you guys if you made it all the way through this episode. We love you guys so much. Appreciate your support. We see all your likes, comments, and your messages, and we try to respond as best as we can, but we truly, truly appreciate it. And yeah, we love you guys. We hope you have an amazing week and start March off with these new mindset tips and how to navigate through the industry about things that people don't talk about. So we will chat later and see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.